up, everybody? Happy Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Hopefully, the start of your week is is going well. Uh, hopefully, you guys got to you know catch some matches this past weekend. There was a lot of crazy games that went on, um, especially in the EPL. Uh, it was pretty pretty wild. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, thank you guys for listening to my uh, group stage draw uh, bonus episodes for the Champions League and the Europa League. They were short. They were brief. They were quick. Um, but, you know, I just want to put that out there because, as I mentioned, the group stage of any competition is by far my, my favorite part of the competition. You know, it's nice to, you know, see the finals and the semifinals or whatever, see the team lift the trophy. But the group stage to me is, is always like the purest part of any competition. Um, and I absolutely love it. So um, I got to watch a few matches this week. You know, um, I had to watch a replay of my uh, beloved Stuttgart. Because uh, the game started at 8.30 here in Texas, uh, and I certainly wasn't going to get up that early to watch it, even though, you know, it's not really that early. But um, it was on on the weekend, so I wasn't going to get up early to watch it, but I did watch the replay. It wasn't a bad game, but I'll get to that um, in a little bit. Um, today is transfer deadline day, so there's a lot of craziness going on right now. Um, you know, I've been checking all the websites, still a lot of stuff going on. I would say in Europe, obviously, because of the time difference, everything is kind of calmed down now. Um, but, you know, there's still, still a lot of stuff that's happening. Still a lot of players that didn't move that probably should have. You know, some teams didn't pull the trigger on some deals that uh, that definitely could have happened. But, you know, I'll briefly go over some transfers later. Um, right now, we are, I guess, starting tomorrow. Uh, we're in the middle of an international, or the start of an international break. Um, you know how... At the beginning of every season, it's always like that September, October, November. Uh, it's always, you know, pretty wild. Um, but, you know, there's there's some pretty decent matches going on, but there's a quite a few. I would say a lot of uh, World Cup qualifiers specifically that have been canceled or postponed, you know, obviously still because of COVID. Um, whether or not, you know, some of those matches will be made up. Uh, in the future, I guess we'll see. You know, it depends on how congested the, um, the schedule gets. Depends on if FIFA allows for some matches to be played, you know, outside of the uh, the international break windows. Um, we'll see. There's just there's a there's a whole lot whole lot going on. So, and you know, keep in mind, especially for like uh, Comet Bowl in South America, and even in Europe, um, they both have major tournaments that are coming up next summer. And we still like for Europe specifically, we don't know the final four finalists for the Euros that are that are coming next year. So. Um, that's a little bit of an issue. Uh, they have those dates in place, but you know, with this current COVID world that we're living in, anything is possible. Anything can happen. Anything can change at, at a moment's notice. With that being said, I am recording in a new location in my house. Um, not that I got anything built. I'm just using a room that I almost never use. It's actually my, my daughter's room. Um, got a desk in here now. So this is going to be kind of like my pseudo studio which kind of rhymes. Um, but I am kind of close to the front of the house now. So, you know, you might hear some, you know, dogs barking or whatever. You know, I apologize for that. I live in a neighborhood. I don't have my own studio. So um, without further ado, let's get into uh, to some of these scores. We're going to start in France with uh, Ligue 1. They're on match day six. Um, so on Friday, we had uh, Paris Saint-Germain six, Anguilla one. I mean... Everybody knows PSG is going to win the league. Yes, things are what they are right now, but um, still a lot of football to be played. Match day six, 
PSG right now they just cracked back into the top six. Um, and as I've said before, they had they had their hiccups, but I can't see them slowing down. They, they're still my favorites to clearly win the league. All right, on Saturday we had Lyon two, Saint Etienne zero. Uh, nice had a two to one win over. Sorry, had a little bit of a crazy noise going on right there. Um, sorry, Nice two, uh, Nantes one, and then on Sunday we had Montpellier zero, Nimes one, Bordeaux three to one win over Dijon, Brest one. Monaco zero, Metz beat uh, Lorient three to one, Strasbourg shut out by Lille, uh, Rene and Rem played to a two-two draw, and Lyon and Marseille, which to me was the match of the week in Ligue 1, they played to a one-one draw. So the uh, Ligue One table after six match days is as follows: in first place we have Rene with fourteen points, Lille in second also with fourteen points. Lyon in third with 13 points. PSG is in fourth with 12 points. Montpellier and Monaco in fifth and sixth, respectively, both with 10 points. Bottom of the table in 18th, we got Strasbourg with three points. Uh, Rem in 19th with two. And then Dijon at the very bottom, struggling with one point. Um, international break, so it's going to be a little bit before um, you know the leagues play up again. But for my match, uh, match day seven, Games of the week, we got Lille versus Lyon and Monaco hosting Montpellier. So, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't watched too much of uh, of Ligue 1 this season. Um, I have I have all the packages to watch, whatever. It's just that it seems like whenever I have the opportunity to watch some French league, something else happens. And in addition, I know this is like sacrilege to say on a football slash soccer podcast, but... I am still an American. I am still a fan of the National Football League. Like as we speak right now, the team that I follow in the National Football League is playing a game right now. Um, you know, obviously football, American football is not that important to me as it used to be, but I do still follow it. Um, and my team, the New England Patriots, don't hate me. Um, they're playing the defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so you know, Sundays I watch football. And then on parts of Sundays, I also watch American football, depending on what's what's going on and who's playing. So I will give the French League a little bit more attention um, just because I really want to see how Mbappe comes back after the, the COVID. Um, after he tested positive for COVID, I want to see how he, um, you know, responds to that. And, uh, you know, just to see if it if it really had any kind of effect on his health, it's something that could be like a long term effect. Plus, I just like seeing PSG play, you know, um, I'm not going to say PSG is like my team, but everybody um, likes to see a, a fine tuned, high performing team play. And PSG is that within the French League. I mean, you know, we say it every week. So, all right. Anyway, moving on to Spain. Um, La Liga is up to match day five. Saturday, we had uh, Real Valladolid one. Ibar 2, Atletico Madrid and Villarreal played to a 0-0 draw. Real Sociedad and Getafe played, uh, excuse me, Real Sociedad 3, Getafe 0. Elche and Huesca played to a 0-0 draw. And Valencia 0, Real Betis 2. On Sunday, Osasuna 2, Celta Vigo 0. Alaves beat Athletic Club 1-0. Now, 
I don't know why I made this switch. It might be because of the apps that I use, or maybe it's because I'm not in Europe anymore, but uh, I used to always call Athletic Club Athletic Bilbao, which they still are, it's just Athletic Club de Bilbao. Um, but I don't know, I guess I started it, so from now on, I will just be referring to them as Athletic Club, just for any confusion with that. Um, let's see, we had Levante 0, Real Madrid 2. Cadez and Granada played to a 1-1 draw, as did Barcelona and Sevilla. Now, I had that as, you know, one of my matches of the week um, last week and did not get to watch this match. Um, but, you know, seeing Barcelona drop points at home, it's kind of weird. That's definitely kind of weird to see. So, all right. So the La, 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 can't talk. La Liga table after match day five. Uh, let's see. We got Real Madrid sitting on top 10 points. They've only played four matches. Real Betis in second with nine. Uh, Real Sociedad in third with three. Villarreal in fourth with eight. Barcelona in fifth with seven points, but they've only played three matches. Sevilla in sixth with seven points. They have also only played three matches. Bottom of the table uh, in 18th, we got Levante, three points. They've only played four matches. And Athletic Club in 19th with three points. Also, they have only played four matches. And in last place, we have uh, Valladolid, Real Valladolid, um, with two points. Um, notable matches coming up for match day six. Um, we have Villarreal hosting Valencia and Real Betis hosting Real Sociedad. So um, I'm still, I don't know. It's, it's really, really, really early in the, uh, well, in all of these seasons, basically. But um I, obviously, I see. Still think I think Barcelona is still going to win it uh, in the end, but maybe not. Actually, I can't even say that. I can't say that. Yes, they still have the team, even though they lost Suarez. But um, Komen coming in and Barcelona this season, they 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 have started kind of slow, I guess. Granted, they still have like two games in hand because they've only played three matches. But uh, you know, they could be at 13 points right now. You know, if they were to. Uh, you know, to play all, all the matches that they that they've missed so far, but I don't know. And I, I still see I still see Messi leaving. Maybe his his mind is on leaving um, at the end of the season. Um, but I don't know. I have to look into his contract details. His if he signed a new contract or how he's uh, affected at the end of the season. Because um, I, I still think he's going to end up leaving. Um, it's just that no team really can afford him except for Paris, Man City. Um, who else? I think Chelsea could, but he doesn't fit into Chelsea. He really doesn't fit into Man City, actually, if you think about it. Or Paris. So, I don't know. We'll see. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Syria. They're only on match day three. Um, they're having some issues down there. Uh, let's see. Friday, we had uh, Fiorentina 1, Sampdoria 2. On Saturday, Sassuolo 4-1 to one over uh, Crotone. Uh Genoa in Torino, that match was postponed. Um, you know, hopefully, I, I don't know what the what the exact details were behind that. Udinese 0, Roma 1. Uh, Saturday, we had Atalanta 5, Caligari 2. Benevito beat Bologna 1-0. Lazio and Inter Milan played a 1-1 draw. Parma 1, Hellas Verona 0. AC Milan 3, Spezia 0. And then, weird thing, Juventus and Napoli were supposed to play yesterday. Um, but it, it should come out in the news tomorrow 
um, Juventus is going to get a 3-0 uh, victory in that match because apparently Napoli didn't even show up to the match. Um, they didn't bring any players. They didn't. I don't even know if they sent their representative. Um, but that match is going to go down and uh, as a 3-0 defeat, or I guess a win for Juventus, uh, you know, a three-goal defeat for Napoli. So it's kind of weird. Same thing, like I mentioned too, the Genoa-Torino match was postponed. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the same circumstances. I'm not sure if this is COVID-related or, or what it is. Maybe it has something to do with the international break. Not 100% sure. Um, but Serie A, uh, after three match days, Atalanta is still sitting on top with nine points. AC Milan's in second with nine. Sassuolo's in third with seven. Inter Milan is in fourth with seven. Uh, Napoli, right now, currently, is in fifth with six points. They've only played two match days. But after tomorrow, when the news comes out, they'll be at you know, they'll be at six points still with three matches. Hellas Verona's in six with six points. Bottom of the table, uh Torino, I just mentioned them and, and Genoa. Um they have zero. Udinese's in nineteenth with zero points and Crotone, same thing, zero points. Um but Hopefully, you know, I, I put down some uh, notable matches for match day four for Serie A. Um, hopefully this match happens. It'll be uh, Napoli hosting Atalanta. And then you have the Milan Derby enter hosting AC Milan, which is I don't care if you're a fan of either team. If you're a neutral, it'll be a great game. It usually always is. The only issue is that there will not be any fans in the stands. Um, that's the last thing I read. Um so, you know, usually every year, you know, twice a year, twice a season, um, that, that's a great match. We'll see how it is uh, this year with no fans or, you know, maybe limited fans. Maybe they've, they've changed something. But, uh, yeah, let, we'll see what happens with, with Napoli. I mean, that, that whole situation is kind of weird. Still waiting to see what the, what the full details of it are. All right, moving on to England and the Premier League. Um, some, some crazy, crazy stuff going on here. Uh, let's see, on Saturday we had Chelsea 4, Crystal Palace 0, Everton 4, Brighton and Hove Albion 2, Leeds United 1, Man City 1. Now, I I didn't, I, I don't know, I guess when I saw this result I was like, what, how? But, as I mentioned in previous episodes, Marcelo Bielsa is, he's bringing something completely different to the Premier League. That's why, you know, Leeds in that first match was able to, like essentially catch Liverpool off guard a bunch of times, left them kind of dumbfounded in some situations. And, you know, Leeds in that match was scoring some goals that I guess Liverpool just was not expecting. I don't know. But uh, I'm telling you, Marcelo Bielsa is, he's he's going to keep that team up. Now, I'm not going to say that they're going to qualify for Europe next year, but I at this point, I mean, the season is still early. They're only on match day four. But at this point, I don't see them going back down. And if they manage to stay in the Premier League, now Bielsa only signed a one-year extension or whatever his new contract was. Basically, it ends at the end of this this current Premier League season. But if he's doing to teams, teams like Liverpool and Man City, yes, they did lose to Liverpool. But, you know, getting a point against Man City, especially this early in the season, they don't have any injuries or anything like that. That that's huge. That is huge. Not only is that huge for the the, the league, it's all, it's obviously huge for the city of Leeds, and it's it's huge for the team. Um, 
you know, I talked a bunch of times about the uh, the what's it take us home the the docu series with leads on Amazon Prime, you know, and now so um, there's season two on there now. So um, it it kind of sucks. One thing that I don't like about these streaming services is when they le- release one episode a week. I think I'm a little bit spoiled because you know Netflix wasn't doing that a while ago, but uh, season two is up. I think they got three episodes up right now. Um, I haven't started watching it cause I think I'm going to wait and just binge it all in, you know, one weekend or one day or whatever, but that, that, uh, that episode or that season is up. Um, Leeds is going to, they're going to end up staying up and if they continue to play the way that they are, they, they might finish in the top 10. I mean, if, if they're taking points away from teams like Man City, um, you know, it, it's, I mean, for somebody from Leeds, I guess it's not it's not surprising, but uh, you know they got they have a, they got a good team, and their team is good enough to, to keep up with you know Liverpool, Man City. I mean, we'll uh, we'll definitely see what happens. But yeah, they managed to get out of Man City with a point. Um, let's see, Newcastle United three, Burnley one. Um, then yesterday we had Southampton two, West Brom one. Uh, Leicester City 0, West Ham 3, Arsenal 2, Sheffield United 1, Wolves beat Fulham 1-0, to zero. and then these last two matches, man, I, I don't even know, I don't know what happened, you got Manchester United 1, Tottenham 6, now, Ole Gunnar, Sol- Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, it seems like he's always on the hot seat, he'll have a terrible game like this, whether it's in a European competition or a comp competition or whatever, and it, he's on the hot seat, and then he'll come back and beat Man City or Liverpool or something like that, and then he'll be fine for like another another month or whatever. But that score is crazy, and Tottenham is not that good of a team. Now, uh, I was listening to uh, Soccer Stupid earlier, and I'll get into this when I talk about the the next match, but. Arsenal is my team. I wanted to let Joao and Louis know that I am not a Man City fan. Yes, I use them when I play FIFA because, you know, the formation they have and the players they have, it always works out for me. I'm not a Man City fan. I'm a Gunners fan. Now, I'm a Gunners fan after Stuttgart. Of course, Stuttgart is my club, but in the EPL, I support Arsenal. I guess you could say I'm a Gunner, but um, do not support Man City, and I absolutely hate Liverpool. <laughs> I can't stand Liverpool. Um, but that brings me to this next match that I don't think anybody saw happening. Ashton Villa 7, Liverpool 2. Now, last season and the season before, um, Liverpool, when, when they won the Champions League, Liverpool had the best defense possibly in the world. I mean, I, I've talked multiple times about how uh, Virgil van Dijk in FIFA, you cannot dribble past him. No matter who you're using, you can't dribble past him. You either lose the ball or he'll take it or, you know, slide tackle or whatever. You cannot dribble past the guy. That wasn't happening in, in this game. And Ashton Villa, of all teams, I mean, they made Liverpool look like just a regular team. They made them look like Burnley. They they made them look like Watford, they made them look like Norwich City. I mean, it, it was crazy, and you know, I I saw some of the clips. I wasn't watching it, but um, you know, and of course, I had the notifications on my phone. You know, because it's, it's Liverpool. It's a big 
big match in the EPL. And just as the score is like ringing up, and then Louie from the Soccer Stupid podcast is he's in the, the text group for uh, that we have in on Instagram, and it's just ding. I mean, it was just constant. It, it was crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I I still can't believe it. I don't know what the deal is. Now, I don't want to make it seem like Leeds is like a fluky team or whatever for what they did and how they were able to keep up with Liverpool. But Liverpool did not look like Liverpool in this match. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was because it was a long weekend maybe for them or something. I don't know. But did not. maybe they were happy because of the Champions League draw they got or something. But this team did not look like the reigning Premier League champions at all. I mean, it was that was pretty bad. That was that was pretty bad. All right. That's enough. I'll get off of Liverpool now. But uh, Premier League table after four match days, uh, we got Everton on top. Everton on top with uh, 12 points. Ashton Villa is in second uh, with nine points. They've only played three matches. Uh, Leicester City's in third with nine points. Uh, Arsenal is in fourth. Liverpool's in fifth. Tottenham's in sixth. I messed up my notes here somehow. Bottom of the table, we got uh, Burnley, Sheffield United, and Fulham. So notable matches coming up for match day five after the international break. We got Everton versus Liverpool in the Merseyside Derby. Again, it's a Derby match. Those are always good. Plus, with how hot Everton seems to be right now and how lukewarm Liverpool seems to be right now, I mean, that could be devastating. But at the same time, because Liverpool got embarrassed, they're probably going to come out swinging like hard. Um, So Everton should, I mean, they, they may need to practice a little bit harder um, they're not going to have a whole lot of people on the international break plant for the national teams, but they definitely need to keep that match in mind. Um, then we got two versus three in Leicester City versus uh, Ashton Villa. And then it'll be the the Louis versus Rob match. Manchester City versus Arsenal. Now, we'll, we'll see what happens. Man City's a really, really good team. Arsenal has been playing really, really well since the end of last season, which basically just rolled straight into this season. Um, So we'll see. We will see what happens. All right. Uh, Moving on to Germany and the Bundesliga. Um, Friday, Union Berlin 4, Mainz 0. Mainz continues to just be a terrible team. They've they've been a consistent team in the Bundesliga for a really long time. They're, They're just looking terrible right now. On Saturday, we had uh, Cologne 1, Borussia Mönchengladbach 3, Eintracht Frankfurt 2, Hoffenheim 1, uh, Borussia Dortmund 4, Freiburg 0, Werder Bremen 1, Armenia Bielefeld 0, RB Leipzig 4, Schalke 0, and VFB Stuttgart held by Leverkusen to a 1-1 draw. Now, I say held. I didn't think Stuttgart was going to win this game, even though they were playing at home. Bayer Leverkusen is a really, really good team. Again, maybe they they have like a little bit of a post-Champions League draw kind of hangover thing. But Stuttgart was able to, you know, escape this match with a point. I'm I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, Sunday, we had Wolfsburg and Augsburg play to a 0-0 draw. And then somehow Lewandowski, four goals. Bayern Munich, four. Hertha Berlin, three. I don't know how they did it. Berlin, uh, Berlin. Bayern's been, I mean, they had that really, really terrible game against Hoffenheim, and then they come back and win the UEFA, or was it, no, it's the 
the DFL Super Cup, the German League Super Cup, uh, after that that terrible game against Hoffenheim. And they have this. I mean, granted, they, they managed to win, but it, it took Robert Lewandowski to score four goals against Hertha Berlin for them to win this match. Who knows? All right, so Bundesliga table. It's only been three match days. This is how it's looking. Um, RB Leipzig is on top with seven points. Augsburg's in second with uh, seven. Eintracht Frankfurt's in third with seven. Bayern Munich in fourth with six. Uh, Borussia Dortmund in fifth with six. Um, Hoffenheim's in six with six. Bottom of the table, we got Cologne in 16, Mainz in 17, and Schalke, bottom of the table. All three of those teams have zero points. Crazy. Now, Cologne, yeah, they've been kind of a yo-yo team for the last, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years. Uh, Mainz, on the other hand, they've been consistent in the Bundesliga. Same thing with Schalke. I don't know. Schalke is not doing well at all. They haven't been doing well for a few years. Now, I got a little bit of a story about Schalke real quick. So um, when I was in the military, I constantly had to travel to Africa a lot for the job that I was doing. Um, It's kind of irrelevant, but I was flying from Uganda to Angola for work. Um, Landed in Nairobi, Kenya. You know, bags got moved or whatever. Land in uh, Angola and my bags are nowhere to be found. It's me and a colleague. That colleague actually is a Bayern Munich fan. So when we got on the plane, I was wearing a Stuttgart jersey. He's wearing a Bayern Munich jersey. That's kind of irrelevant, but um, we, we land. None of our bags are there, so that's the only clothes that we had on. <laughs> so we get to the hotel. Worst hotel I've ever stayed in in my entire life. Uh, but anyway, we get there, check in, go to our rooms. I just have a book bag. I go downstairs. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch some TV. There was a game on. I don't remember who was playing. And uh, I'm, we're sitting there, and there's a couple of guys. And I, I was living in Germany at the time, even though I was traveling in and out of Africa all the time. Um, there was a guy sitting there in a suit talking to another gentleman, and the guy is speaking German. So he looks over at me and my colleague. You know, we're just like, all right, whatever. And then he comes over and starts talking to us. And He's like, oh, he, he started speaking in German. He just assumed we were German because we had the Germany jerseys on or the Stuttgart and Bayern Munich. And uh, we're like, hey, you know, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm here for business. What are you doing here? We're like, yeah, we're here for business as well, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, so are you you from Stuttgart and he's from Munich? And we're like, no, we're both from Stuttgart. But, you know, I don't know why he likes Bayern talking about my colleague. Anyway, the guy's like, hey, I'm... Uh, I'm a Schalke supporter. So we're like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I guess he thought that maybe we were supposed to show him a little bit more respect or something. I don't know. And he's like, no, I'm a, I'm a club member. So he like pulls out his member, his membership card and like shows it to us. And he just starts getting like really, really, really cocky. Doesn't even matter. He talked to us for probably like another 20 minutes or whatever. Long story short, I'm glad now that that guy is miserable and that his team is in last place because I hate Schalke. I know I use the word hate a lot on this podcast. It's all in good fun because, you know, it's football or whatever. But I'm so glad that that guy's team is in last place just because of how cocky he was at the fact that I was wearing a Stuttgart jersey and he thought Stuttgart was beneath him. Anyway, never got... Actually, I did get one of my two suitcases back. Um, The other one is... I think it went to South Africa, and I never, never saw it again. I lost so much stuff in that uh, that suitcases. It's terrible, terrible. 
I don't know why I even went off on that tangent, but yeah. Oh yeah, Schalke. I hate Schalke. All right, so <laughs> notable um, match day four matches coming up in the Bundesliga. We got Augsburg versus uh, RB Leipzig. That's a one versus two or a six-point match, depending on who you're talking to. Hoffenheim versus Borussia Dortmund. That's a 5-6 match. And Hertha Berlin um, hosting VFB Stuttgart. I don't know. Berlin just almost beat Bayern, and I'm a Stuttgart supporter, so that's why it's a game of the, game of the week for me, or a notable match, I should say. All right. Um, like I mentioned, there is a bunch of transfers and transfer news that, that's going on right now. I'm not going to be able to, to cover all of this, but um, the big one right now, Edison, Kamba- Edison Cabani um, has moved finally from PSG. He is now um, part of Manchester City, or excuse me, Manchester United. What am I talking about? Manchester United. Um, finally, he has a new club. It looked like he was going to go to Atletico Madrid for a while. It just didn't seem to uh, to work out at all for whatever reason. Uh, but now he finally has a club. I'm interested to see how he's going to do and if he can save Ole's job. I doubt it, but uh, I guess we'll see. So um, PSG has also just signed Rafina uh, from Barcelona. I don't really know why they did that, but they got the money to do it. Um, let's see what else we got. Theo Walcott, a name that I have not heard in a really, really long time. Um, he's going back to Southampton on loan from Everton. So not some of the biggest um, transfers, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's still a lot, a lot going on. I should probably do a separate show on all of these transfers. Oh, Diego Costa, he's going back to uh, Bayern on a loan deal. Chupa Motang signed from PSG to Bayern, that's another big one. Um, yeah, I probably need to do a whole separate show on all this craziness. There's also talk that Manchester United contacted Mauricio Pochettino um, after they lost to Tottenham. So, you know, Ole could be out of a job before the team comes back off the uh, the international break. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. I, I think that uh, Man City was a job that Pochettino was kind of kind of hoping for and you know maybe he'll get his uh he'll get what he wants I guess we'll see so all right international break is coming up a lot of the teams in South America um or Common Bowl CONCACAF a lot of those matches and even in Africa and Asia as well a lot of those matches have been postponed uh, due to COVID but as of right now UEFA at least, and a couple of teams in Common Bowl will be playing matches. So I just broke down some of the notable matches um, that I, you know, that I'm looking forward to coming up. Um, so on the seventh, so that's this coming Wednesday. Um, not really a big match. It really probably won't be all that competitive of a match. But if you were in Germany, you know it's a big deal. Germany versus Turkey. You know, Germany has a very very huge Turkish population. Um, so it should be a good match. Granted, there won't be any fans in the stands. So, um, my stomach just growled. Sorry about that. But, uh, that would also be a a great match to watch. Um, you know, just because it's kind of, 
I don't know, kind of like a U.S.-Mexico type thing, even though Germany and Turkey are not near each other whatsoever. But, you know, there's a large population of, of Turkish people in Germany. Um, let's see. Uh, and that, that's a friendly match. Another friendly, um, England versus Wales. That should be another good match. That'll be on Thursday, October 8th. Uh, let's see. On the 11th, UEFA Nations League, we got Germany, Germany, England versus Belgium. Uh, another UEFA Nations League match, Italy hosting the Netherlands on October 14th. France versus Portugal in the UEFA Nations League, that'll be on the 11th. And Germany versus Switzerland in the UEFA Nations League on the 13th. One Comnibal match, um, it's actually a World Cup qualifying match. Uruguay versus Chile on Thursday. I think I'm actually gonna gonna check that match out. Be interested to see if Cavani. I don't know if he got uh, pulled up to uh, to be on the team for that or not. Uh, but that should be a good match for Comable. Absolutely. So yeah. All right. So this went a little bit longer than I thought. Probably my little weird Africa um, story. <laughs> I don't even know where I came out with that, but. It's a little bit of a free-flowing episode, which I usually typically don't do. I usually try to be relatively scripted, but um, but yeah. So, um, again, thank you guys for listening to my Champions League and Europa League draw bonus episodes. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. And, oh, yes, please, people, please. We see how possible it is for even the most protected person in the United States to come down with COVID is if it's possible for him to get it, it's possible for you to get it. So please take care of yourself. Please don't think you're invincible. If, if you can, if you have to put yourself into a situation where you might get exposed, do everything that you possibly can to protect yourself. I understand it sucks being stuck in the house. I understand people want to go out. You know, I went to the movies a couple of weeks ago or whatever, me and my wife on a date night, but just do what you have to do to protect yourself. Wear your mask. Wear them correctly. Stay away from people that aren't wearing them. Stay out of situations where you know you can't socially distance because the mask is only going to protect you so much. Make sure that you and your family are washing your hands consistently. And like I always say, wash your mask because your hands are dirty. Your take are not necessarily dirty, but your hands are not clean. You're taking your mask off. You're putting it on. You know, just make sure that you guys are, are doing everything that you can to protect yourself. Because to be honest with you, I'm ready to go back to, to normal life. I want to go back to, to football matches. I want to be able to go to the movies. I want to be able to do everything that we can't do. I want to go to like IHOP and actually have the syrup on the table, you know, so please, people, if you're listening to this, please, please, please do me a favor. Take care of yourself. Wear the damn mask and just don't just don't do anything stupid, basically. All right. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I appreciate every single person that listens to this podcast. If you have any suggestions, you know, I'm down to, to, to listen to them. Contact information will be in the show description. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or not Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and email. Please hit me up. Thanks for listening. Enjoy some games this week if you can. International break. And uh, again, wash your hands, wash your mask, and I'll talk to you guys next week.